It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I am your host, Landon McCool, and it's a solo pod. But guess what, guys? It's not a solo pod because I am joined by... Frankly, honorary third co-host, John Oning. Uh, John, so I should mention Dallas Morning News contributor. He's just my, my pal on the internet, but he does have a title. So Dallas Morning News contributor, John Oning, is joining us today. John, say hello to everyone. How's it going, everybody? It's bright skies, bright blue skies. You know, the birds are chirping. We got Everson Griffin. Everything's good. <laughs> Everything's yeah, good. actually... That is exactly what we brought John on to talk about. Uh, is not not just Everson Griffin because we. Uh, I thought it'd be great because John is uh, is one of my favorite film study buddies, but specifically one of the best pass rush evaluators that there is out there, as far as I'm concerned, and, and, and frankly, on a team worthy quality, as far as as far as my personal opinion. I don't know about anybody else out there. Uh, so I wanted to bring him on to talk about not just Everson Griffin, who he's, he's incredibly excited about, obviously, but but Randy Gregory, Alden Smith, and Everson Griffin. And what does the trio look like? And what are their differences? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Uh, and what's a, if we get all three on the team, what's that going to look like? And how, how fun and, and, and sexy is that going to be? Because I think it's going to be both of those things. Uh, so... Let's start with the uh, the still, uh, frankly, well, I guess not surprisingly, the young pup of of this trio, uh, despite him constantly missing seasons at a time due to suspensions and uh, with the you know marijuana positive tests and and you know diluted tests and missing tests. Randy Gregory still seems, despite you know what we've seen on Twitter lately and dis- disputes between uh, his, lawyer, his NFLPA representation or not, uh, that he may be finding his way back to the Cowboys at some point before the season. And I guess you know, really, I just wanted to talk about and kind of refresh everyone's memory about you know what kind of player we're getting in Randy Gregory, and and, and just to kind of remind everyone, you know, I, it's funny because I saw somebody talk about that he's talked that people are obsessed with him or that they he, then they don't really understand you know why. I think it was Amber Garcia from the DallasCowboys.com, and I guess I can understand that to some extent because we haven't seen him in so long. So so why don't you remind us, John? What exactly it is that, that makes Randy Gregory exciting for people that have watched him play? I mean, from a pass rush perspective, he's Gumby with the jetpack tied to the tied to his back. He's got a wicked first step. He can really threaten a offensive tackle's pass out with his speed, and then he has that really unique ability to contort his body in really acute angles to be able to turn around that corner really tight and just you know run under a table and use those speed rush to get to the quarterback. And he just has one of those unique skill sets that's able to do that. I mean, there's there's only maybe a handful of guys in the league who have the kind of flexibility and speed combination that Randy Gregory has. Now, I don't want to say that he's... Obviously, he's got some fine-tuning to do. His 
his technique was never on was has yet to become on par with like his speed and his flexibility, but it was getting there. We saw him have a ton of success against a guy like Jason Peters, who has perennial perennially been one of the best tackles in offensive in one of the best offensive tackles in football. And Randy Rigger do it with speed. He was threatening him with speed, then he hit him with his patented inside arm over move, his inside swim. He has really good, well developed counter. And the thing that really impressed me about him is for somebody that plays with such a slight frame, he has really good power in his hands. So you see his ability to be able to set a, set the edge better than you would think for somebody who play who played in the past at like 240, 245 pounds mm-hmm. as a defensive end. So he's just a uniquely talented individual that he's just hard to quit on because he has traits that you can't teach. And if you can just get him to refine his skill set to a point, which is hard because he hasn't been around. But if he's able to get around the team for a real like a couple years and really develop and refine his toolkit he's someone who has double digit sack ability that's the kind of that's the kind of talent we're working with here yeah and i think that's you know that's what you see all of that is just a very eloquently said way of of what you see on on film when you watch him and going back and reminding yourself and for those of us remember all the way back from to nebraska or or the, the times that he's, you know, taken snaps with the Cowboys, which, is, you know, like, admittedly has been kind of few and far between. But when he shows up, he manages to pick up where he's left off and just kind of take off right away. We're, real quick, kind of in the larger context of these three, right? Um, what, what, where do you think his role fits uh, in the mix with of all these other guys, including Demarcus Lawrence and, and Bradley and I and all the other guys and uh, that, that that are going to be kind of available to them, where do you think his role in all of this is going to be if they if they are able to get him back? Yeah, that's the interesting thing is because what the Cowboys have done this offseason is they really brought in three right defensive ends, three guys who have played their almost the entirety of their career on the right side. Everson Griffin has been almost exclusively a right defensive end with Minnesota because you got Daniil Hunter on the other side who's another guy who's a top 10 pass rusher in the league. Then you bring in Alvin Smith who's played exclusively on that right side two point, two point stance outside linebacker in the San Francisco 49ers 3-4 defense and with the Raiders. And then you got Randy Gregory who because of Demarcus Lawrence he's always lined up on the right side. So you've got kind of a a log jam of people at that position. But I think the inclusion of this designated pass rusher, Sam position that it seems like the Cowboys are going to utilize a little bit that Steven Jones kind of hinted to during the draft. I think that gives you the ability to be able to get two, two right defensive ends on the field at the same, two guys who would play right defensive end at on the field at the same time. So essentially you have three defensive ends on the field with Demarcus Lawrence, say an Everson Griffin and an Alden Smith. And that way, when you, Add in the rotation with that, that'll be able to get you some snaps for each and every guy. Now, for Randy Gregory specifically, I think he would, because he hasn't played in a long time, I think you just let him pin his ears back and get after the quarterback. You know, third and long, second and long Mm -hmm. situations. When definitive pass definitive passing situations just let him pin his ears back and get after the quarterback let him use that speed you let him use that inside counter to be successful I don't want to put too much on his plate too early I mean he's been out of the game for a while so as simplistic as you can make it I think the more effective you can be and I think a positive by giving Randy Gregor a few snaps is that you can let Everson Griffin take some time off the field I think we saw something with the Minnesota Vikings last year that he got kind of worn down in December a little bit and his, he just wasn't quite as productive because if you look at the league, he was playing at some of them. He was playing in volume some of the most snaps at defensive end amongst all the defensive ends in the entire NFL. He was playing. I think he played had like 
over 500 pass rush snaps, which is just insane. Wow. That's a ton yeah. of volume for a defensive end. And if we're if we can bring that to maybe you know 375 to 425 to where he can be playing at 100 percent into November, into this late in December. I just think it's going to do wonders for the entire defense as a whole in the pass rush. I think you're just going to have so many answers for what offenses are going to try to do, and it's just going to make things easier across the board. Yeah, and speaking of those two, we're going to talk about Alden and Everson right after a break from a word from our sponsors. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, John. Uh, I wanted to talk about Alden Smith just because uh, uh, next, just because Everson is so salivating. It's, he's a good finisher. <laughs> I'm just, just a peek behind the curtain, guys. I'm being honest here. Um, so when he got when Alden Smith got signed, there was a lot of you know kind of huh and how's this gonna work and what is this dude gonna look like and then we started getting all kinds of reports about his weight being all the way up to two seventy five and that he's you know ripping machines off walls and training sessions and you know he's just acting like a like he's the Hulk you know personified. <laughs> um, I. You know, I, I think you know. We, we he, today was the first day of, uh, of of them getting out on the field and us kind of getting any kind of looks on him. And um, you know, he obviously looks in great shape as as you know promised. Uh, pass rushing is such a, a skill based trait, you know, a job. And obviously, you have to have a, a requisite amount of athleticism. That that's kind of a minimum requirement to get in there to a certain degree. But but you know, so much of it is skill, you know, mm-hmm. and, and acquired knowledge of how to set up OTs and, and, and set up you know plays down the pass rushes down the down the road and that sort of thing. Which somehow makes me both simultaneously. Uh, it, Worried and excited about what's going on with Alden Smith. Do you think he has, you know, the? Uh, uh, I mean, he, he's so. Uh, do you? This is so unique. Do you think it's possible for him to come back and, and 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 maybe not obviously play up to the level that he was, you know, when he was a 19 sack a year guy? But it, 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 are we all just shooting for the sky, or is this something that could real realistically happen? That where Alden Smith is able to come back and actually be a, a realistic contributor in a rotation at defensive end? Yeah, I honestly don't know. With a five year layoff, it's really tough to to figure out where a guy will be after that long of a layoff. I mean, we're not talking about one or two years; we're talking about five half decades. So it's tough to know where he is. But I'm but I'm extremely optimistic, and the reason why I'm optimistic is because. His skill set already wasn't wasn't defined by athleticism. He wasn't someone that, like it was Randy Gregory that was running four yards upfield, ducking under a table, and turning and burning toward the quarterback. You know, he wasn't a speed skater around the edge guy. He wasn't a guy with these incredible athletic traits. He was a guy that was powerful. He had length, and he had a really innate feel for where a offensive lineman's body weight distribution was. The, I had a video, I posted a video on my Twitter a while back and just explaining that 
Alden Smith isn't somebody that rushes upfield and kind of has that curvilinear nature to his pass rush. He's someone that immediate. He's almost like you know how an offensive tackle has that quick set in there. Yeah. In their yeah. repertoire, he has kind of like a quick set pass rush where he darts right to the offensive tackle and he puts them in a compromised situation because he has a little stutter step that he uses. And if the offensive tackle leans outside, then he'll use his inside arm over. If the offensive tackle is leaning inside, then he'll do an outside arm over. If the offensive tackle gives depth and gives him more space, then he converts it to power. And I think it's something like that where it's not athleticism based. It's just based on feel. And as long as, and I think that's what these next few weeks are going to be really critical for. And why when I wrote him up on the Dallas Morning News, I think he's going to get really dominated by Tyron Smith for the first week or two of camp. But if we start hearing that he has a win or two toward the end of camp, that he's getting that that kind of that feel for the weight distribution of the offensive tackle, that's going to be a really good sign that he's going to be able to produce pretty well for the Cowboys. I mean, a lot of people talk about when Alden Smith, that he really fell off with the Raiders. But in two seasons, he played 16 games, and the dude had over 60 pressures. That would have led the Cowboys last year, even with Robert Quinn. So that just tells you that even at a reduced state that he was with the Raiders— he was still a really impactful and effective pass rusher. And if he can just get back to that Raiders kind of level of playing, maybe not even quite that level, maybe a little bit below, that is somebody that can be hugely impactful for this defense, especially now that we have Everson Griffin because he's not going to be relied upon to be the number two pass rusher opposite Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, and I think something to remind remind everyone and and to remember with him and with the guy that we're going to talk about next uh, is that, you know, your personal state, your 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 personal health, like affects your your play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think ultimately where Alden Smith was as a person those years in Oakland, uh, you know, I think he had a little bit of of peace for a while, but I think you know things quickly turned turbulent and, and kind of his life kind of fell off the rails. And I think you look back at a guy like Everson Griffin, who had a obviously, if you just statistically you look at twenty eighteen and what happened, and 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 I think. A person dealing with issues on on uh, whatever they may be, personal issues, you know, battles with depression, alcoholism, uh, you know, all the way up to mental health issues. I think you know, it's it's obviously going to affect how you play as a as a as a football player. So, uh, you know, I think we've got two guys who feel like they are on in a good spot, uh, or at least in a better spot when than where they were uh, just recently. And so you find them hopefully and healthy and happy. Uh, as much as you can be in, in, in today's world, uh, and, and and you hope that 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 their play will kind of follow that trajectory as well. And so, let's uh, let's take another quick break, and then uh, I, I'll, I'm finally going to let you loose. I'm going to let John off the chain, and, and he gets to talk about Everson Griffith. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. John, 
the time has come. Let's let's let us celebrate. You know, and, and let me provide some backstory. Maybe that's maybe I, I should because <laughs> John has been on this for since free agency was uh, uh, opened. Yeah, since he, he opted he, out of Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. Since he decided to, 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 to opt out of his contract, John has been on the let's get Everson Griffith to the uh, to the uh, Cowboys train and, and, and has been pursuant of it extremely hard and been posting videos and gifts. And guys, if you aren't following John Oning, uh, please make sure you follow him on Twitter at John Oning. Um, and, and just, you know. I, I think that you you almost kind of willed it into existence, even despite me even telling you some inside or relaying inside information that it wasn't likely to happen uh, over twenty just twenty four hours before it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so please, you know, talk to talk to us. Tell the people, uh, you know, what they're getting out of this guy. I mean, obviously, Cowboys Nation may not be as. Uh, uh, familiar with him unless they you know watched the Minnesota game last <laughs> year. Uh, t- talk to me, talk to us about what we're getting in a guy like Everson Griffin. I mean, that's where I think when talking about Everson Griffin, the best way to describe him is just to bring up that Cowboys game last year. I mean, we all know how good Tyron Smith is. We know that he's one of the best left tackles in all of football. And just look how mu- how many issues that Everson Griffin presented him. I mean. We've never seen the one thing about Tyron Smith is that he doesn't get beat by the same move twice. He's someone to make that makes adjustments from snap to snap. He's one of the best tackles in the NFL at that, and that's a reason why he's been so effective for so long for the Cowboys. But Everson Griffin hit him with three different spin moves, inside spins. And that's just because he's so good at setting up his moves. He's so good at getting an offensive tackle to defend that outside edge to kick, kick, kick. And then Everson Griffin just uses that really smooth, really quick inside spin move to attack that B-gap, get vertical, and get sacks from the quarterback. He's just a really, really impressive, impressive pass rusher. But he does it in kind of a different way. He's not the most athletic guy. He's not a bendy guy. Actually, he's kind of stiff when he's trying to rush the outside edge, kind of speed skate around. You see him kind of, you know, stutter his feet at the top a little bit. That shows him a little bit of hip inflexibility, a little bit of tight ankles. But what he has is he's just a really strong, powerful rusher, and he knows how to mix mix and match his setups so that offensive linemen can't get a beat on what he's doing. He has a hesitation setup. He has a set uh, a jet setup where he just speeds up. He has inside stems, outside stems. The thing that separate, I think. I think you're hearing from a lot of people that watch the film about Everson Griffin as well. He only has like three moves. He has like this power rush, power bull rush. He has another one where he kind of forklifts the outside hand or swats the outside hand down. And then he has that inside spin. But really, the reason why he can only he can be so successful with such a small amount of moves is because he mixes and matches his setup so well. He has such a large library of setups that offensive tackles really can't get a beat on what he's doing. And so he's just really successful there. And then another thing that excites me when comparing him to a guy like Robert Quinn last year, who was a really effective pass rusher for the Cowboys, is he doesn't take plays off against the run. He's someone who sets the edge really well. He does inside uh, inside swims really well to, to get penetration on the backside of runs. He sets a strong a strong edge on the front side of runs. He's I wouldn't say he's he's obviously not a Demarcus Lawrence there. But he's definitely a very capable run defender, and he's a very well rounded player that. Offenses have to account for on each and every play. He's someone who he's had success against the best offensive tackles in the NFL. I mean, ask David Bakhtiari about Everson Griffin. Obviously, ask Tyron Smith about him. Ask Ryan Ramchek about him. Ask Teron Armstead. I mean, he has take 
taken out a who's who of left tackles throughout his career. And just to have a guy like that with the Cowboys to be able to take the pressure off DeMarcus Lawrence to where you can't send the back to DeMarcus Lawrence every time. Because if then, Everson Griffin is going to be eaten on the other edge. And you can't always slide. I think a big thing that a lot of fans didn't see last year, obviously the double team percentage was with DeMarcus Lawrence was really high, but offensive lines were sliding toward him the entire time. And when an offensive line slides towards a guy, that basically takes away all your inside moves because that guard is covering that inside gap for the offensive tackle. So it's just making things exponentially harder for him last year. And I think it's going to be easier for him this year because he's now he's got a guy like Everson Griffin off, opposite him and then you have a Mike Nolan who's going to bring more blitzes who's going to create more one-on-one matches for DeMarcus Lawrence so as much as I'm happy for to get Everson Griffin and what he can do and the production that he can bring to the defense I'm equally as excited for what it means for DeMarcus Lawrence me too I think that's a very very large part portion of this for sure um I, I think you know when you look at what he can do and what Demarcus Lawrence can do, I think their games are not dissimilar. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think they necessarily win in the same way because I think that uh, you know, they're both kind of technicians. But, mm-hmm. but it feels like Demarcus Lawrence has a you know a voluminous library yeah. of moves, what? whereas whereas he where Griffith really is very 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 good at mm-hmm. three. I would you know, say it's that- like. Demarcus Lawrence is more of like a hand fighter. He's a guy that is really successful in the hand combat type of things. And Emerson Griffin's really good at playing through a pads and then hand fighting from a from a fit position. You know what I'm saying? Demarcus Lawrence is more of a guy. He's not going to let guys touch him. Everson Griffin thrives in those tight quarters and those really intricate hand fighting situations. So it's just a little subtle differences from how that they find success. Yeah, and I think I think that neither of them are of the Randy Gregory mold of the kind of rare bendy mm-hmm. right ends. They are more the kind of power technique type players, mm-hmm. right? And and I think you know what's interesting is again kind of looking at the trio uh, uh, and, and, and not even including Demarcus Lawrence, but if you throw in Demarcus Lawrence there, then you got Bradley and I. And, and you've got, you know, anybody else down there, you want to include Crawford there. If you want to kick Crawford inside, that's great. It gives you so many options, not only amongst your defensive ends, but also now you get a little more flexibility to do something with, like, Joe Jackson inside or maybe Crawford playing some inside. You get more looks like that. Now you've got more diversity in your defensive tackle group. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the best part about this is what you said is is the is – the, is the combination of all of it is 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 having these guys with a diverse skill set being able to be deployed in a way that's going to be able to take full advantage of that instead of having to kind of piecemeal what you can with what you've got now you actually have options as opposed to just enough to get by and uh and i think that that's really going to be important especially if, if you're kind of playing a defense that is going to be uh, you know more pass rush versus coverage you know based so uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited. All these guys are, are really, really, uh, really diverse, great group. I think they could really work together to make something, like I said. And, and like you mentioned, Mike Nolan feels like a guy who has had a success in the past putting these putting guys like these in, in positions to win and to, to create and, and disrupt and that sort of thing. So that's all we got for this, this uh, week, actually. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and we will be back next week with Marcus. Uh, and until then... 
Make sure you check out uh, me on Twitter, at McCoolBCP. John Owning is uh, ja- at John Owning. Marcus uh, is at M- Marcus underscore Mosier. Uh, make sure you check out the Locked on Cowboys Twitter account as well. And until next time, happy trails, everybody. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.